I really can't but stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've gotta go away. But baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that Been you. Been hoping that you drop in. Oh, very nice. I'll hold your hands there just like My I. My mother will start to. What's your father will be pacing the floor Listen to the fireplace so roar really I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry Maybe just a half a drink more Put some records on while I pour Neighbors might think Baby, it's bad out there Say, what's in that no drink? No cabs to be had out what's there What's in that drink? Oh, I can just hear the heads exploding on the left Oh, baby, it's cold outside Welcome to Hagman. It is the Hagman Report for Friday. That's right, the Friday before Christians celebrate Christmas. Now, of course, I know. Zero degrees. Zero degrees. And nasty as all get out. I'll tell you what. I don't know why I'm here. I think what you did was you just opened the door, stood outside, and the wind just brought you here. Um uh, seriously, folks, uh, it's um, it's bad. It's really, really bad. And, and I'll tell you what. Um, I just want to uh, thank. I just want to take this opportunity to, to, to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And uh, you know, we've had. Uh, well, th- thank you for your support for this platform. We've been through a lot together. And uh, at this time of year, again, I know it's not uh, the actual date of uh, the birth of our Savior, but but uh, if we, as we celebrate the time, um, I give thanks to each one of you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. And if if I if I miss an email, if I miss, um, you know, writing writing you a note whatever it might be, I apologize, but every piece of mail that comes in, whether it's electronic or or actual physical, I read. And um, there's so many great people out there. And for you, I I give thanks. And um, I appreciate each and every one of you. And I do hope that you have a a warm and safe Christmas. All right, we've got a lot to get into here in this last day before Christmas. I I do want to be... yeah, you know, I, I hate to like break for the Christmas break uh, with just yucks, okay? But you know, b- bad news and stuff. But let's address the real issues. And of course, we saw yesterday, day two of the Carrier Lake hearing in Arizona. You know, I thought it was so hilarious that Mayor guy, uh, Doctor Mayor, but he was talking about Mister. He, he was. He was introduced, or he was uh, being addressed as Mr. Mayor, and then, then at one point looked up and, and uh, testifying remotely and saying, Dr. Mayor, please. Don't you just want to? You know what I'm saying, right? Don't you just want to? I do. Uh, yesterday's program with Steve Quill was just fabulous. I thought it was, I thought it was right on the money. War and God, treason and cowardice has destroyed the United States, and we're seeing that now. And, you know, I remember when I was a child, um, it being a whole different whole different world out there. We used to, I mean, uh, I, th- I think on Tuesday or so, I, I don't remember the day, I showed a, a picture of, uh, of, of a magazine ad of a boy getting a twenty two caliber rifle. And, and, you know, th- those days are long over. And what's changed? The rifle? No. The ammunition? No. It, it, it's the, the lack of, it's the loss of, of, of spirituality of this country. We, we've given this country over to the spirits of, the, the demonic spirits. And that's the only way I can, I can describe it. As illustrated, by the way, uh, yesterday in yesterday's program, if you didn't catch it, please watch it. Because um, the demonic realm is now interfacing, I believe, spiritually with with the physical realm. And, uh, you know, Bill Cooper, many people have written to me and and talked to me about Bill Cooper. And, of course, Bill Cooper was uh, 
was a guy that had his eyes open and um, met, met a horrific fate. But nonetheless, uh, um, I want to I play this. This is video A to set the tone for today. If you've never seen this specific clip, it should open your eyes. Even if this is the first time you've been watching this show or the gazillionth time you've been watching this show, this should open your eyes. Here it is. I don't care how long he works and I don't care what he does. There is no job worth $2 million a year. That's why they pay athletes these fantastic salaries. I was listening to the radio the other day. They just contracted to pay one, one player on one team $6 million a year. Can you believe this? And why is that? It's the Roman circus. What does the emperor do when the people become restive and when the people are asking questions and when the people don't like the policies of the emperor? He sends them to the circus. He creates a circus. He builds a giant coliseum. And he begins to throw the Christians to the lions. He has great chariot races and football games and basketball games, all to keep the idiots preoccupied with things that don't mean anything in the scheme of the entire world so that they don't have the time to learn what the truth is so they don't ever get smart enough to learn how they're being manipulated so they don't ever question the emperor that's why they pay a player on a football team or a baseball team a million or two million or three million dollars a year it is the Roman circus. Very insightful. As we watched on Wednesday, the 21st, which happens to be the winter solstice, Zelensky from uh, Ukraine addressing a joint session of Congress. Where was Joe Biden, by the way? He was standing where Biden would stand. You had uh, cackles, heels up Harris to over his right shoulder in uh, mummified Pelosi, gin-soaked Pelosi over his left. And uh, pretty much all of Congress just worshiping this guy. My question to you is, are, are, I mean, I, mean I, I guess I don't have a question. I have a problem. I have a problem with this because what we're seeing is is this country, you and I, being ushered into World War III. We're seeing Patriot missile batteries now being given to Ukraine. Well, that, that comes at a price, and not just a monetary price, but a personnel price because with those batteries... You need training. You need assets to go along with those batteries. So we are being rushed, pushed headlong into a third world war. And I find it very interesting, if, if not very telling, that many of uh, the military industrial complex lobbyists that have uh, meetings and parties, and at, especially at this time of year, send out invitations with their logos on them. So we are being pushed into something that um, will depopulate, in my view, depopulate the planet. Is an intended? It's, it's intended to do so. Yeah, I know. Very Christmassy, right? Hang, put that in your stocking, I, I guess. Well. Some people are waking up. But see, the media, the legacy media, the, the lame stream media is not covering any of this. I showed you on Wednesday Brazil, for example. Well, how about Peru? This is video one. And by the way, folks, do me a favor. Subscribe to us on Rumble. Subscribe to us on Brighteon. Give us a rumble or a thumbs up or a like or whatever the case might be on both platforms and get the word out. Please post this. Feel free to post this show if you feel it's worthy on your social networking feed. Let others know about this because we're in a, right now we are in a fight, the fight of our lives. We've been deplatformed by new, well, countless um, places. And, and it's not going to stop. It is, uh, I was, I was told. It's not going to stop. All right. Video one, if you go to hagmanreport.com, 
all of these links, the entire the entirety of these links, the sources, the citations are all in there and you can watch them again or you can send just those to people you know or whatever the case might be. But they're there for your perusal. That's hagmanreport.com. Look what's happening in Peru, which happens to be the third largest silver producer. Huh, you got some people waking up. You got people waking up in Brazil with that communist Lula who Jake Sullivan congratulated before the certification, who Joseph Biden congratulated before the um, inauguration. And you've got the machines in Brazil that are the, the same machines down there that are being used up here that are pushing this. Um, you, you've got the popular vote for the non-communist, yet the communist is selected and installed. Where have we seen that before? And, and, and yesterday we saw day two of the Carrie Lake hearing in Arizona. And, and, and you can see where all of this is going. Do you think that Carrie Lake ultimately is going to get any justice? No. Do, do you think that any of... Do you think that we are going to get justice through the system of justice we have right now? If you do, you have not been paying attention, and shame on you. But let's look at what's happening in Peru right now. Video one, this is a 22-second clip. Here it is. For the radio listeners, you got a bunch of people ain't too happy. Hey, how'd my, how'd my foster uh, dog Maxwell get in the video frame there? Yeah. Okay. This, <laughs> but, but remember, there are more of us than there are of them. Now, I believe, I really believe that the clot shots, the slab jabs, the injecticide, that has been created for this moment in time. This plays into this somehow. Okay, now, as I go through from my purview as an investigator, okay, so you attempt to um, gather all the information that you possibly can and connect the dots, all right? Now, you can make some logical leaps, but you cannot make leaps that do not make, um, well, you just have to be careful of the leaps that you do make. But things I question in the, in the dark of night and, and things I remember, I was a That's fan. That's your book. What's that? Oh, in the dark of night. Yes. yes. Dr. Doug. Doctor. Yeah. You call, no, I don't want, you call me Mr. Not doctor. <laughs> Doctor Tatters, Doctor Tatters. I'll tell you what, Eric the Tech, you got a good disposition for being blown in. Uh, you know, uh, I'll tell you what. Um, baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. You lock the doors, and I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, what I put in your drink, right? Um, oh no, oh no, it's a. It's, oh my gosh, these people are nuts. But. Um, and by the way, I, I thank Eric the Tech for, for all that he's done, and he's invaluable in this. And I, I'll have to say this real quick, too, just to throw this in there. Um, you're going to see some changes over the next few months, necessary but expected, anticipated by Eric the Tech, that they're just going to blow your mind in terms of our platform. And, and it's so good, I can't wait. But I can't I, I can't tell you right now, because if I tell you right now in the in, in the enemy hears it well you know what it may not happen maybe it's cold outside all right the other reason i'm stuck here yes. is because my tires dropped down to two psi cold does that doesn't it yeah it looks like he's driving on uh, the silicon implants i'm sparking down the road i'm telling you <sighs> So we used to have one of those. Uh, um, and my fingers are black. Well, well, don't worry about that. There's a shot for that. Yeah, that's not too. I'm telling you, that's not too far off the off the mark. But you know those, those kerosene heaters that that have the stovepipe on them and a little cap on it. 
um, like Dorothy and Wizard of Oz, we saw that flying away um, yeah, earlier today from the uh, gale force winds. Yeah, usually we turn that on and huff all the <laughs> exhaust. <laughs> You're going to get us in trouble. Uh, <laughs> this this was from 2016. I, I saw this. Look, folks, th this is about four minutes in length. I'm going to take you back to 2016. And if you've watched The X-Files, perhaps you've seen this. Maybe you haven't watched it, but you've seen this anyway. Maybe it's been a while since you've seen it, or maybe you saw it yesterday. Who knows? But but here's the, here's the thing about this. The one thing I've learned is that the people who are in charge, that are demonically charged, there's some sort of reason why they've got to tell you what they're going to do before they do it okay so they can essentially oh i don't know uh say hey you know what we didn't force you just kind of like the, the clock shots we didn't force you well you got a choice you can lose your job or you can go go to this gulag or take the jab but we didn't force you we gave you choices that's how these demonic entities think and work and that plays right into this X-Files segment from 2016. Now, remember, three years prior to the public disclosure of the Wuhan Chinese Communist Party virus, the, the Fauci virus, um, the Fauci in the Dasik, uh, in my opinion, virus. Watch this. Again, four minutes. Hang with me. More on the other side. Here it is. Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. When you say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. But it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. Removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay. So how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. The ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Oh, and government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. A government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient. By severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves. In a state of perpetual war, to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home. 
with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. An invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. So, so there you have it. All right, you can cut that. that so there you have that. Th that was unveiled in early... 2016. Now, I'm, I'm sure if you were an InfoWars watcher, you've seen that. And of course, that the one character, Ted O'Malley, was, I believe, based on Alex Jones. Of course, what a lunatic. What a conspiracy theorist, right? No, not so much. Because in the in the show notes here on page, page one, I've got Mark page one, GeekWire on February 23rd, of 2016 published this x-files climax shines alien spotlight on crispr gene editing technology all right so we've had this technology for a long time i'm not going to get i'm not going to read the entire thing there's a video embedded in here but for those people who have the absolute um a lack of ability to process information to say that mRNA uh, jabs do not affect or cannot affect DNA. Well, I'm going to show you otherwise. You just saw a fictional account or a predictive account, programming account of exactly what we're going through right now. But this does shine a light on this CRISPR technology and where do you think crispr comes from i i i i want to know i i mean where and, and folks you can leave a comment if you if you subscribe um to rumble or brighteon you can leave comments there and i do read the comments even the uh even from the insane one you know the, the regardless of the comments but but look uh, scientists have been able to reprogram the system to go in a specified spot in virtually any genome, cut the DNA, and then coax the DNA molecule to incorporate a custom-made genetic sequence, period. Now, this is not science fiction. This is indeed science. All right, so what's happening today? And why, if the SARS-CoV-2 was such a life-threatening event. Why did people like Fauci, the NIH, NIAID, the U.S. government, why did they need to bring forth to you this vast PR campaign for you to get these injections? Inquiring minds want to know. You don't have to be an investigator to, to really ask yourself, well, wait a second. If this is really a necessity to keep you alive, to keep you healthy, then why the PR campaign? Is it because we're that stupid? Or is it because more people are starting to wake up? Like in Brazil to the machines, like in Peru. How about the Netherlands that we never hear about? Them taking over farms, the government, the World Economic Forum bastard Klaus Schwab, Harari, God is dead, um, Jesus is fake news, all that, the resume, that blasphemy, okay? You, 
you don't hear about any of this on the legacy media. Why? Because they don't receive these talking points. People are waking up. So that's why they need this PR campaign. And if this sounds very academic for you, congratulations. I appreciate you. You've been paying attention. You can go out and do your job and educate others. All right. So where do we go from here? And where are we at this point? Jimmy Dore um, is a very popular broadcaster, podcaster. And this is video three in... um, the show prep here. Fauci's COVID crimes uncovered as pandemic propaganda crumbles. Extremely important, I believe. Let's go to video three. Here it is. That he recommended we shut down not just schools, but the whole country. Listen to this. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Um, And that was very difficult decision because I knew it would have serious economic consequences. And so here he is now trying to deny it. Down schools, if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's, uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. You, you, you. He, huh. he, so that, so Dr. Fauci is a uh, unbridled pathological liar. Every time he opens his mouth, he's lying. We've documented he's lied about masks. He lied about the origin of the virus. He lied about funding the virus. He lied to Congress about that twice, which is a felony. He lied about herd immunity. He lied about natural immunity. He's lied about everything at every step. He's a criminal liar and should be in prison. At, at the very least, and thank you. Uh, thank you, sir, for that. Yes, at the very least, he should be in prison. I, I've got a better idea. Hot day, honey ants, ice cube, rope, tree, some assembly required. Anyway. Remember Biden coming out. And again, anything Biden says, you, you got to know it's not coming from that noggin Okay, that's nothing but noodles up there, I'm telling you, in in my particular view. But you got to remember this from Biden. This is video number four. Our patience is wearing thin. Well, wait a second. Why? Why is it because what the unvaxxed are a threat to the fully protected vaxxed? And I know, folks, I know you know this. But again, let's just lay the foundation as any court trial would lay the foundation. Here it is. What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. All right. First of all, BS. Second of all, (laughs) no, I can't say what I want to say. You know that that is, that's their frustration, that we are not following their dictates, okay? That people are starting to wake up and say, wait a second, you're telling me I need shot number five, number six? These aren't boosters, this is proof that the first five didn't do didn't do what the recipients believed that they would do. Okay, the Tatters. uninformed recipients, tatters. Is that what you said? Yes. That's the word of the year, I guess, for here, and, and rightfully so, because we are in tatters from this communist, socialistic, pedophilic government these leaders and i don't care if you're an r or if you're a d okay they're all responsible they're all to blame for this and if we allow this so are we and shame on us this is particularly cringy i spoke about the pr campaign let me continue with that this is video number five in the show prep hagmanreport.com and you've seen this if you haven't seen it i'm sorry if you have seen it, I'm doubly sorry. Okay, Stephen Stephen Colbert, which, uh, you know, I've never met this man, but I detest beyond anything you can even imagine. I, I, I just, 
this guy to me is perhaps one of the most he's, he's in my in my book he's up there with Fauci and and, and Harari and Schwab but I digress um, I, I I know a guy who looks and acts and talks exactly like him okay my wife's got to like duct tape me to a chair every time like you know I, I may have the opportunity to see him I can't I can't take it but anyway, watch this, Stephen Colbert. You remember this, or perhaps you don't, PR campaign for the slab jabs. Here it is. The vaccine. You can watch the entirety if you want. I, I can't take one more second of that. All right. So some people are starting to wake up, whether it's the voting machines. And, I, and I'm going to tell you about how all this converges here. If justice cannot be found in the courtroom, which I don't think it can be. And if justice cannot be found uh, through, through the voting uh, booth. And again, I don't think it can be. God help each and every one of you out there who have who have gotten behind these initiatives whether it's hey let's just put the voting machines in they work they, they're great oh or um can you imagine not having them how long it would take to count what are you nuts what's wrong with you uh, or, or or you've got to get this jab because it's safe and effective and it's proven okay again what's wrong with you i don't have enough time to to even go through that list of of uh, problems but again people are waking up and the 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 communist uh, luciferians they are getting scared especially with things like this this is video six in the show prep at hagmanreport.com this just recently desantis talking about uh, well i think maybe a week two weeks ago three weeks ago maybe now i don't know but early december talking about hey you know what florida we're not going to take this crap with this crap here it is well, we'll be able to get the data whether they want to give it or not uh, because in florida you know it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug uh, we see just the other uh, just recently florida got 3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis and so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented so today uh, I'm announcing uh, a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. Now, I have more faith in that than I do anything on the federal level. I have more faith in a, in a government, a state level action than a federal action for a lot of reasons, some of which I'll get into momentarily. But the fact that DeSantis is doing this, he might want to increase his security a tad because this is what this is. I mean, what's this all about? From the X-Files in 2016, changing our DNA, why would you want to do that? Why? What's the bigger objective here? What's the objective behind the PR campaign? And really, what's SARS-CoV-2 all about? This bioweapon, and then, of course, this ready-made fix. And everyone's behind it, okay? There's questions to be asked. But now, now let's take it to the next. Again, laying the foundation as if this would be a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a criminal or, or civil or criminal trial, laying this foundation is extremely important. Now, the left and the communists have said, hey, you know what? Uh, the unvaxxed are, are, a threat to the, are a threat to us. Well, I, 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 there's really, you can't really, that makes no sense. 
All right. It would be like me wearing a bulletproof vest and uh, you not having a bulletproof vest. Um, well, you get the idea, okay? The unvax pose absolutely, based on scientific studies, no hazard at all to the people who got the uh, slab jab. Now, the slab jab recipients perhaps pose a risk not just to themselves, but to us. Dr. Peter McCullough talks about this. New data shows non-injected. Hey, we are at serious risk from global vax campaign. Uh, life site shedding. Let's go to, now this is video seven in the show notes. There's three segments I've, I've, I've taken out. Um, this the, the first one is about three minutes. The second one about the same. The third one is a little shorter. So let's go to let's go to segment one on video seven. Dr. Peter McCullough about non-injected uh, new new data shows non-injected at serious risk from those who got the jab. Here it is. We'd love for you to give us updates, but one of the things I heard you say just a little while ago was about the transfer of mRNA or something from the vaccines into breast milk. Is that the case? Yeah, we've been very disturbed with the report published by Hannah and colleagues in uh, JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, uh, clearly finding messenger RNA contained in the breast milk of, of nursing mothers who have taken the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, uh, in that paper, uh, the authors conclude that the messenger RNA must be everywhere. It must be in the bloodstream, other secretions. If it's in breast milk, it's in oral and urogenital secretions, sweat. And in a paper by uh, Vertik and colleagues, they found that messenger RNA was in high concentrations in the bloodstream for 15 days. And that's as long as they looked after vaccination and, and the curves were not going down. This is concerning that the vaccinated are walking around with circulating foreign genetic code. And remember, uh, the messenger RNA, Pfizer Moderna, is the genetic code for the lethal Wuhan ancestral strain spike protein. That's the spine on the ball of the virus. That's what causes all the problems, heart damage, blood clots, neurologic damage, that this is circulating free in the bloodstream uh, attached to lipid nanoparticles now in breast milk. Now, we don't know the fate of what happens when it goes into the baby's gastrointestinal tract. Is it uh, broken down by stomach acid and other uh, proteolytic enzymes or does it survive? But this is very concerning. Another report came in by Helene Hanoon from INSERM, uh, one of the best research uh, units in Europe. And it, it, it covered comprehensively the issue of shedding. And shedding of the genetic code is most concerning for those who have not taken the vaccine. Most of them did not take the vaccine for a reason. They didn't want to take the vaccine. Now there's a threat to them that, in fact, the vaccine is getting into their body via shedding. So I think it's clear in the Hanoon paper that kissing, uh, sexual contact, almost certainly are methods of transference breast milk we've talked about. We don't know about uh, sweat, casual um, uh, contact or, you know, through the breath through what's called exosomes. Uh, but I think that the uh, fluid contact for sure. So people have asked me, you know, what should we do if there's a, a, a couple uh, and one has taken the vaccine, one hasn't for good reasons? You know, how long should they abstain from, for instance, from sexual intercourse? And I used to say 30 days, but now based on these papers and, and a, a recent a paper from uh, Rotkin and colleagues from Stanford published in Cell found that the messenger RNA was found in the lymph nodes for months afterwards. So it's not getting out of the body. So I'm saying at least for 90 days, and I don't know for how long, but I think it's disturbing that this, this line of vaccines has never been shown to actually exit the body. It looks like each shot is potentially permanent. All right. Think back to the X-Files um, segment that, that we played. Now, Dr. McCullough initially spoke about the transference of the jab juice by way of a mom's breast milk. Okay, that's what he started out with. Then he ended with the shedding. How is it, how is it shed? 
Well, bodily fluids. Now, he did temper himself by saying, well, you were not sure about sweat, exhaling, the, you know, the breath. Okay, we're not sure about that, but we are sure about the intimate exchange of bodily fluids. For example, husband, wife, you know, now I'm not trying to cause any difficulties with, with marriages or whatever. Tatters. Tatters. The, your marriage is going to be in tatters, I'm telling you. But the fact that the, the, the Constitution's in tatters, that's where it originated from. But, but see, what are we dealing with here? We're dealing with something quite um, amorphous, I suppose. Uh, something that that is not just a end, not like a bullet where, where you get shot and it, and, you know, you get hit and you gotta, you're walking around with a bullet. No, no. You're dealing with something that is giving something off. And that's what we, I think that, that as we go through this period of time, as more people are waking up, I, I really believe that we're going to find out a lot more about the damage this is causing, not just the jabbed, but the unjabbed. And by the way, the jabbed, I've been speaking with physicians across the country. And to the, to the physician, to the doctor, to the medical doctor, they have seen, and, and I want to go just slightly backwards here, they have seen, in addition to everything else, some level of mental impact this gives some level of mental impact the the, the clot shot does the, the slab jab the so-called vaccine their word right and again if this was a vaccine why did they have to change the definition of vaccine to meet the, the requirement of this so there's a lot to talk about here there are a lot of exhibits in this court of public opinion that can be brought forth so Let's go to segment two of the same video. This is Dr. McCullough. Very interesting segment. And again, a little bit uh, shorter than the last one. Uh, well, we'll just watch this. Mortality across the, the country. And we've had a Senate panel on December 7th, 2022. And data were presented by Edward Dowd, former BlackRock uh, financial manager, and Josh Sterling, a uh, insurance industry expert. And they both reported that insurance claims for death in 2021 and 2022 have skyrocketed from prior years. Recall that we had COVID-19 in 2020 for the full year, and, and there really wasn't an increase in all-cause mortality, but it really ticked up in 2021 and 2022, skyrocketed, in fact. And the only new exposure now is mass vaccination. We're seeing it across the world. Recently, uh, there's a report out of Germany that clearly shows that that step up. Life insurance companies have never paid out so many claims. What's greatly needed is uh, epidemiologic research to figure out what vaccines were taken, when were they taken, and families can help out greatly. If someone has not taken the vaccine and they've suddenly died, the families can help the public and doctors immediately uh, rule out the vaccine by saying, listen, my loved one did not take the vaccine. But yet we don't hear that. And when we research it, for instance, Irene Kara, uh, the one who song, sang the song on Flashdance, uh, you know, she tweets out that she's having the vaccine on her birthday and then she's found dead. Uh, Hank Aaron, for baseball player, he's the first one. He probably has a press release. He takes the vaccine a few days later. He's dead. And we see public figure after public figure. So recently, there's been a mini documentary uh, that's on the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation website. I did it with esteemed cardiologist uh, Asim Malhotra from the UK. And the title of it is Until Proven Otherwise. And what we've said now is that when someone dies suddenly and they have no antecedent illness, there's no drug overdose, suicide, uh, or motor vehicle accident. There's no obvious cause of death. They simply die. That it is the COVID-19 vaccine as the presumed cause of death until proven otherwise. Now, if the family comes out and, and rules out the vaccine that they didn't take it, fine. But what we're seeing is families are remaining silent. And, and, and it's almost as if there's a shame or there's guilt or there's other feelings of uh, remorse or wrongdoing, and no one's coming clean on this. What we're finding in autopsy studies 
is astounding. Uh, a recent paper by Schwab and colleagues from Heidelberg, Germany, very esteemed pathology group, uh, examined people who died within 20 days of taking the vaccine, and they were found dead at home. And the bombshell report was that 71% of the deaths was clearly due to something the vaccine causes, like heart damage, blood clots, acceleration of atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, intracranial hemorrhage, et cetera. So, you know, that supports this idea of until proven otherwise. We've just had three uh, journalists, uh, oppressors at the World Cup die. And I just tweeted this out. I said, listen, people go to the World Cup because they're in good health. If someone was, you know, I had a terminal illness, they, they wouldn't be there trying to broadcast the game. We have to assume that this other effects, the fatal effects of COVID-19 vaccination until proven otherwise. Makes a lot of sense, does it not? And again, look, folks, I know you know a lot of this, if not all of this. But uh, when you look back, the um, hearing on December 7th that featured Ed Dowd from a uh, former BlackRock executive and uh, uh, an insurance executive, Mr. Sterling, um, noting excess mortality that the only difference is these jabs. You've got to understand there's something else going on. So you've got the dead and then the disabled. But what about the the rest that have no adverse reactions? Well, give it a minute. Let's go to segment three. Make of these reports we've seen from embalmers uh, finding these strange clotting things, I don't even know what they are, but fibrous things uh, in the veins of people so that they're unable to even push the embalming fluid through. Have you seen any of that? And what do you make of it? This may be a part of what's called spike protein superantigen theory. You know, virtually everybody now has either had COVID or the vaccines or both. And bombers, uh, when they approach uh, a deceased body, the blood is liquefied and they cannulate the vessels and actually drain the blood out so there can be a perfusate of preservative that goes into the body. And what they discovered is that when they cannulate the blood vessels, the blood is not freely draining. So they've dissected the blood vessels and they found these long tubular casts, these rubbery blood clots. And the word rubbery in pathology means amyloid. And when these blood clots have been examined, they actually, they have spike protein in them. The spike protein folds and, and forms uh, amyloid-like material, which is rubbery, proteinaceous material within the blood clot. So it is due to the spike protein. The million dollar question is, when did it happen? Uh, based on what I know, and I have a, a, a good experience with pathology, I think most of this is post-mortem, that the blood clots foam pores mode. By the time the the, um, the embalmers get to the, the bodies, you know, they've been in refrigeration for many days. And I think that most of this is post-mortem. Now I'll say clinically this week, I've had a patient develop a 14 inch blood clot in their leg and no vaccine, no vaccine. It was just COVID. So I can tell you with blood clots, we have to be aware that COVID-19 respiratory illness and spike protein through that exposure can be the precipitant for a blood clot. All right. Now, there's two issues here. Okay. One, that Dr. McCullough is asserting that most of the blood clots that are seen, the, the most hideous ones, uh, occur po post-mortem after death, which, okay, that, that's fine. But that does not explain, and he, he goes into this in this entire video, that does not explain the clotting that takes effect or that, that impacts one's body um, prior to death, okay, which we've seen a lot of, the sudden death. So just bear that in mind because that can happen. Now, I was thinking about this. When he, I watched this a couple of times. I was thinking about this because I, I I've been in, I've been in a number of autopsies and, and um, uh, I, I've I've seen, I've seen more of the body that you know more of the human body than, uh, I mean I've seen a lot. So, I I get the fact that you've got this fluidity remaining with the blood post mortem. 
refrigeration perhaps until embalming may in fact facilitate the clotting, if you know what I mean. But the bottom line here that does not explain, and he says the same thing, does not explain the clotting as well as the takedown or the sudden death of athletes and people, you know, newscasts, celebrities, whatever the case might be. All right. So when you look at this from, so give them props for coming at this from a scientific method, from a scientific point of view. And and you know what really concerns, should concern everybody. And this is the final segment here. Um, This anti-vaccine activism on uh, Twitter or what they're calling anti, we'll take a look at this. Uh, This is video eight, uh, um, th- this kind of is a segue into my final segment. This has a lot to do with what you've just seen and the response to what you've just seen. Here it is. We have to recognize that anti-vaccine activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, has now become a major killing force globally. During the COVID pandemic in the United States, 200,000 Americans needlessly lost their lives because they refused a COVID vaccine, even after vaccines became widely available. And now that anti-vaccine activism is expanding across the world, even into low and middle income countries. It's a killing force. Anti-science now kills more people than things like gun violence, global terrorism, nuclear proliferation, or cyber attacks. And now it's become a political movement. In the U.S., it's linked to far extremism on the far right. Same in Germany. So this is a new face of anti-science aggression. And so we need political solutions to address this. Isn't that interesting? Peter Hotez. uh, Hotez. (laughs) You thought I said something else, I caught that. Yeah. You could tell where my mind's at, right? It's in tat. My mind's in tatters, but, but oh, tatters, <laughs> oh, tatters. But but here here's the thing. Okay, again, when you've got such denials, and the the machinery, the military, industrial, pharmaceutical, medical machinery, in addition to all, all of the other. Uh, Uh, big forces coming at you and I and saying, look, we are the enemy here because all of this is fake news. We've got, we look, we've got a big target on our backs. And I'm telling you, the reason I, I came to this point in this, in this particular episode is this, the delivery from this that I'd, I'd like you to take away is what we're seeing right now is this mass awakening, whether it's the shots, whether it is the voting machines, whether it's the um, emperor has no clothes, be it Biden or uh, Lula or um, Zelensky, despite the fact that Pelosi and Harris and all of the Congress critters clap and say, oh boy, isn't this great? Look, folks, people are waking up. It was in 1977 in the Rolling Stone when Carl Bernstein at least was somewhat uh, somewhat logical and somewhat coherent when he wrote about the CIA or was the subject of a column about the CIA and the media. And at that time in 1977, some 400 American journalists who in the past 25 years uh, have secretly carried out assignments for the Central Intelligence Intelligence Agency. So what, what I'm saying is back in 1977, Bernstein of the Woodward Bernstein fame verified, and you can look this up, 1977, Rolling Stone, Carl Bernstein, the CIA and the media, title of the article, 400 U.S. journalists in the past 25 years carried, secretly carried out assignments for the CIA. You think that was for our own good? Mm, no. Maybe, you know what? I'll give you maybe one, but, but no, 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 definitely not. Why do I bring this up? What are we seeing today with the Twitter files? What are we seeing today with all of the social media? If you go to page 11 in the show notes, 
you could tell I had quite a bit of information here, but page 11, um, spooks infiltrate Silicon Valley. This is a long read, okay, but it's important. It's an important read, I believe. And what I like you to take a look at uh, is the the names, the people involved, what's going on, and what we are being subjected to, what your neighbor is being subjected to, what your uncle, your aunt, your grandma, your grandpa, wh whoever it might be, what what they are being subjected to. Some use Facebook innocuously, for example. Spooks infiltrate Silicon Valley. Facebook is riddled with ex-CIA agents. And by the way, look, they're not agents. They're officers. Okay, but I digress. And as far as being X, yeah, we can debate that. Including President's Briefer, who now runs Harmful Content Team. So many ex-FBI work at Twitter. They have Slack Channel and Google um, is rife with ex-CIA. Okay, so what this article is showing are showing you the people. And if you scroll down through that article, these are the people who make the decisions of what gets posted, what doesn't get posted, what get deemed, what is deemed um, uh, misinformation, disinformation, and what have you. Folks, it's a long article, but it's worth the read. It's worth looking at the different, uh, I think there's a, a couple of Twitter uh, feeds and, and, and there might be a video in here or, or not. Know the names, understand where these people come from and understand every time that you engage in Facebook, um, specifically Facebook, you are now facing this army of disinformation purveyors. And you thought Nina Jankowitz of the disinformation, you know, Scary Poppins was gone. Not quite. The parting, the, the parting message here is this. The people who are in charge, the few hundred people who are in charge of things running this world, the satanic, the demonic, in my view, they are doubling down right now. And they're coming after all of us. Soon we won't be able to bank. Soon we won't be able to um, perhaps even live in the house we live in because we won't be able to pay the property taxes in the manner they want us to pay. We're not going to be able, you know, we're not going to accept taking the mark. We're not going to take whatever that they're, they're pushing down our throats. Be aware of what's happening. Be aware that they are doubling and tripling down and be aware that nuclear war could break out because of Pelosi, Harris, Biden, and Congress on both sides are just willing to shine the boots, or I'm sorry, the Nike sneakers of this sweatshirt, sweatsuit wearing Zelensky standing and actually defiling the halls of our great, once great Congress. All right. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Eric the Tech, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas. That's all. You're not going to give me tatters for the holidays? Got something special as we roll out. I just want to, um, again, tell you that uh, Eric the Tech is for the Patreon, the Patreon members, the patrons, Understand we've been deplatformed. Uh, folks, hang in there. You'll be notified. We'll let you know. We're working on some things that they're, they're never going to take away from us because next it's going to be Patreon. Then it's going to be our banking bank account. And then it's going to be, they're going to try to take us off the air. And uh, hey, I Google did this to me. Google did this back, I think it was 2014, 15, something like that kicked me off gave me 48 hours and uh, you know what you hang on to your beliefs it's coming to you but let's this over the next couple of days let's do this let's grab our best furry friend no not your wife uh, maybe I don't know no your dog your your animal your cat and your wife or your husband 
and your grandkids and your children. And have a great, just a great Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourself this weekend. God bless. What's that? Oh, yes. And let it friggin' snow. Lights are turned down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss.